All right, Luke chapter number five and verse four. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. Amen. Lord, I pray that you would bless us the remainder of this night, God. I pray that your word would come forth. Use me, Lord God, as a conduit, Lord, uh, to deliver this word on tonight. We love you on tonight and ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated at this time. Amen. I'm so glad and praise the Lord for Bishop Burton, and Elder Amos. Thank God for them on tonight again. Let's give God praise to them. Thank God they can sit back tonight and just chill. <laughs> Let us young boys get on up here and help them out on tonight. I appreciate that they, they've trusted us on tonight. Amen. Uh, Jesus, he was a skilled and he was a, a gifted teacher in so much that, uh, you know, he was becoming more increasingly popular as the days went on. And, and, and large crowds started to gather around to hear what Jesus had to say. Amen. He had a way of just delivering the word through lessons and parables and relatable stories. And the people learned about Jesus and wanted to hear what he had to say. All right. And it, so much so that the scripture says the people began to press. All right. They pressed a uh, great multitude started to gather to hear the word of God. And as he was standing on the shore, he saw that it was starting to get so tight in there. So many people were coming. He had to find a place to be able to deliver the word because he was running out of space on the shore. So he looked out over the water and he saw two boats. And he decided that would be just the opportune place for him to be able to stand to deliver the word. You know, uh, Jesus often used unexpected pulpits. Hello, somebody. He's not just limited to the synagogue, just not limited to one place where you would expect him to come. Amen. Jesus, he delivered uh, the sermon uh, on the Mount of Olives, but he also he ministered to the woman who sat at the well. He ministered to little Zacchaeus. Y'all remember that story how he was up in a tree. Amen. But he also ministered to the man who came up out of the graves. Amen. So he knows how to minister us in unexpected places. How many people know you just can't lock God into one place or another? Amen. God will minister to you up in your car as you're driving to work. Amen. I say that a whole lot. He'll minister to you if you're just laying down on your couch and you turned your gospel music on and he knows how to reach you through a song and begin to talk to you as that worship music goes forth and the tears begin to fall down your eyes. Am I talking to anybody in here who knows that the Lord will meet you right where you are, wherever you are? My God, can I hear somebody give God praise just because he's not limited to time and space? Hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah. He can minister through a little conversation that you have with somebody over the phone. If you're just tuning in over the live stream, he can minister to you too at home. He can, you can see somebody while you're just out there over at the uh, gas station pumping your gas and somebody just lends you a praise the Lord and that's just enough to encourage your soul. Or, or maybe you over at Kroger and doing some shopping and you see a saint of God and you're down to your spirit and God just knows how to have you cross path with just the right person at the right time to lend you an ear and give you a word from the Lord. Somebody else in this place, if God has ever met you at your point in need, let me hear you praise him on tonight. My God, I know he'll meet me. 
in some unexpected places. Come right down your road where you are and you didn't think nobody knew who you were. And God knows how to meet you where you are. He entered, the scripture says, into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and he prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down, and the scripture says he taught the people out of the ship. What a privilege it must have been for Simon. Lord, use my ship. Anybody feel like that? Ooh, you, you know, Simon already knew what the Lord was able to do. In chapter number four, we're in chapter five on tonight, but in chapter number four, he had just seen his mother-in-law get healed. She had a high fever, and the Lord stood over. Jesus stood over her and rebuked that fever, and the scripture says that immediately, right then and there, she got up and began to minister. She began to serve the people. Don't take long for God to touch your body. Anybody in this room that needs a touch from the Lord, I dare you just reach up on tonight. How many people know that God can come immediately, amen, and give you some answers to some prayers? So Simon had already seen what Jesus was able to do, which probably made him even more willing to offer up his resources for the Lord to use, amen? And I guess the question on tonight would be, what do you have in this next year that the Lord could use? Think about that for a minute. Maybe you feel like in this room that you don't have a whole lot to offer, but how many people know that little is much when God is in it? Am I all right? You heard the story about the little five loaves and the two small fishes. You might just have a little bit of something, but if you just hold it up before the Lord, watch God get in and begin to multiply that gift or that talent or that resource, and he has a way of using it for his glory. Has anybody ever seen God use you? Amen. Anybody still believe that God can use you? Amen. What if this year we decided, you know, Lord, all I got is a little boat or all I have is a little, this little bit of resource. What if you decided just to use a little bit more of your time? Amen. I mean, I'm not asking for your whole day, but what if you just devoted a little bit more of your time to prayer and to study? What if this year you took a little bit more of your time and started coming back to church? Amen. What if this year you came back to Bible class and started coming back to Sunday service? What if this year you started paying your tithes and your offering? And what if this year you started getting back involved in the auxiliaries and started working for the Lord? What if this year you stopped just worrying about me, myself, and me and mine, and you start seeing what you can do to serve the Lord and to serve others? Little is much when God is in it. And if you believe that on tonight, come on and give God one more praise. Hallelujah. What if you began to just give a little bit more of yourself? After Jesus finished ministering, he wanted to see a bless. He wanted to give a blessing on to Simon. So he gets done ministering on the boats. And you know, you can't be God's giving. You can't just lend Jesus something and give and, and not receive anything from the Lord. Uh, Deacon Jones, what he used to say, you can't beat God's giving. No matter how hard you try, and he would sing the song, he would try his best to sing the song, we would chime on in, but it's the truth to that song. You cannot beat God's giving. No matter how hard you try, amen. That's a wonderful thing about Jesus, amen. You can't beat his giving. Jesus said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drought. In verse number five, and Simon answering said unto him, Master, we toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down Monday, I believe that Simon, he probably could have had a thousand different excuses. Think about that for a minute. All the different excuses that he could have came, that could have came up with on that night. Uh, Jesus, you know, you're, you're a carpenter. You don't know a whole lot about fishing. You don't know nothing about fishing. You're just a carpenter. You know the fish, they don't bite in the middle of the day. The fish only bite at night. I, 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 no, Jesus, 
We've been over here. I already done washed my nets. You know, after you, when you get done cleaning up something, you don't feel like getting back out there and getting dirty again. We already washed our nets. No, Jesus, I'm just going to go on home and forget about this thing. I know you told me to try, and to try one more time. I know the minister that got up ahead of me that told me to try again. But I'm going to go ahead and offer up this little excuse right now. No, Jesus, we've been we real, real tired. It's near midnight right now, and they done gone through two praise services. And I, I know the brother's up here trying to tell me to try again, but I wonder if somebody on today... Instead of offering enough up another excuse to the Lord, if you would respond to the Lord in faith, amen? And if you say just like Peter said, nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down my net. Somebody in this room, if you're willing just to try again, just raise your hand right now and just say, Lord, I'm going to try again. Lord, I'm going to try again, my God. All the different excuses that he could have had. But rather than giving that excuse, he responds in faith. And I dare somebody in this room to give God another try. Stop making up excuses and to respond to God in faith this year. I know that you might have had plenty of setbacks and you probably had a lot of failures. There might be somebody in this room that feels like you're just a struggling Christian. But what if God told you tonight to try again? I dare you to try him again. If God tells you to try, you might as well go ahead and try again. Maybe you didn't have all your hopes and your dreams fulfilled in this year. Maybe you didn't see everything that was promised to you come to fruition on this year. And you feel like you're at wit's end. You feel like just throwing in the towel. But what if the Lord extended you one more word on tonight? And what if God wanted to get on board the boat with you on tonight? Amen. Would you be willing to try again? I dare somebody to allow Jesus to get on board with you. How many know that makes a whole lot of difference when you got Jesus along for the ride? When you got Jesus on board with you? I dare somebody to get Jesus on board with you in your marriage. I dare somebody to get Jesus on board with you in all of your pursuits. I dare somebody in this room to get Jesus on board with you as you're trying to rear your children. I dare somebody to get Jesus on board with you as you're going out there and you're trying to start your business and all the different things that you set and put your mind to you to do on this, in this year. I dare you to get Jesus on board with you and watch him make all the difference. If you believe it on tonight, come on and give God some praise with me on tonight. Come on, get him on board with you in all your investments and all your personal endeavors. Don't just lock Jesus up and try to lock him up in the church. Take him home with you and watch God begin to change your life and begin to change your personal situations. I dare you to take Jesus this year to school with you. I dare you to take him to work with you. I dare you to take him everywhere you go. I dare you to give him the problem that you've been faced with. I dare you to give God that difficulty. I dare you to give him that setback. Try him again on tonight. Come on and give God some praise. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody just give God a wave off him right now. Hallelujah. Ask him to walk with you. Ask him to talk. Ask him to lead you and to guide you. Ask God to get the glory out of whatever it is that you're going through. And I'm trying to keep my eyes on that clock up there, amen, so that we can pray in the new year. But I dare somebody just to try again, amen. Don't you know that you can stand on the word of the Lord? How many people know that you can stand on the word of the Lord? Don't you know the word of the Lord, it calls everything that you see to, in the here and now to be in existence. The heavens and the earth were created by the spoken word of the Lord. He spoke into darkness and he created the light. Amen. He said, let there be light and there was no question about it. Instantly there was light. Poof, right 
out in the middle of darkness. God can step into your darkness, your dark situation. He can bring some light. He's the same God or the same Jesus that was at the sea. And he saw all the storms around. And he said, peace be still. And immediately the sea, the seas calmed and, and the winds began to, uh, began to be still. Don't you know God can speak into our situation? Anybody that believes that on today, come on, give God one more praise. Lord, I thank you on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because Peter acted in faith and he refused to make excuses, he caught a great multitude of fish. And the scripture says, as our brother brought out earlier in verse number six, and their net break, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were on the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and they filled both ships and they filled them up so much that the ships began to sink down. God's got a blessing for you pressed down. <laughs> Nobody wants this but me. <laughs> I, I ain't worried about y'all. <laughs> Look here, if you don't want it, I'll take it. Anybody want that type of blessing in their life? Let me hear you holler back at me right now if you want that type of blessing. You can sit there right now and you can critique me all you want and I'll snatch this blessing up right now in your face. You better want it. Some, anybody want it out there today? Come on, Jesus. Get in the boat with me. Come on, Jesus. Get on board with me. And watch God make all the difference. Let me hear you praise him one more time. But well, come on, we almost here. We almost about to bring in this new year. My God, the scripture tells us after Jesus began to bless Peter, he blessed him so tough that Peter fell to his knees and he confessed that he was a sinner. The scripture tells us that it is the goodness of the Lord that leads men unto repentance. Y'all hear that? It's the goodness of the Lord leading. God's been good to you all year long. God's put food on the table. God's provided for you. God's made ways for you. God's opened doors for you. God's cleared paths for you. Some of the jobs that you have right now, you didn't get that on your own accord. God made a way for you. God's been good to you all year long. And it is that same goodness that is leading you to a closer walk with him. It is that same goodness that's leading you to repentance. It's that same goodness that ought to cause you to respond. Yes, Lord, I will serve you in the new year. For God, I'll live and for God, I'll die. God, you've been too good to me for me not to serve you. God, you've been too good to me for me to give up on you. God, you've been too good to me for me to sit back and allow other people to serve you and me to not give you all of my life. Somebody who wants to give God your all, give God a praise today. My God. My God, where's the church that wants to serve the Lord? Where are the people of God who know that God's been good to you? My God. Hallelujah. Some of you all, you know good and well. If it had not been for the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. Where would you be? My God. Some of you all, you've had failures this year that should have landed you in jail. And here you are, you sitting up there looking at me right now. You don't got no cuffs on your arms. And you're not behind bars. You ought to praise the Lord. You ought to be the main one jumping up on your feet. You ought to be the main one with a holler in your mouth. My God. Shouldn't take all that for us to hear you praise the Lord. Some of y'all in here, you know you've had failures. Failures this year that could have left you with disease in your body. You know good and well you hear about all this mess going on, all kinds of 
STDs, gonorrhea, and syphilis, and crazy stuff, and called monkeypox, and all that mess. And here you are today without sickness in your body. You ought to praise God on today. As we bring in the new year, come on and bring it in with a praise. Some of you all have had accidents. Accidents that should have cost your life. And here you are, able body. Let me hear you praise the Lord today. God, some of you all, you've had situations that it should have caused you to be having all, be all out, of, out, out of your mind completely. And here you are in your right mind, got peace of mind on today. Somebody else in this room, you've had illness in your body that's caused you to lose your zest for life. But at the same time, even though you're experiencing pain in your body, you got joy in your heart on today. You got a joy that the world didn't give and a joy the world can't take away. If that's your story, let me hear you praise the Lord one more time. Come on, we already in the new year. You might as well bring it in with some praise. My God, some of you all, you've had setbacks on your job. Some of you even lost job. Some of you all in this room, you even, your, your business didn't take off like you wanted to, to go. But guess what? You got all your bills paid. Hello, somebody. You got food in the pantry. You got food in the refrigerator. You ought to holler back and give God some praise. Had your marriage threatened. And here you are sitting up there with your family on tonight. You ought to give God some honor. It is that goodness that ought to lead us to repentance. Come on, let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, even right now, Lord God, we are grateful. Come on, just draw your mind in. Father, we just want to say thank you. Lord, already have you allowed us to cross over into the new year. God, and before we part our lips to ask you anything, before we dare even open our mouth to ask you anything, Father, we want to tell you thank you. Does anybody want to tell God thank you? Come on, let me hear you just tell him thank you. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for the ways made. Thank you for the doors open. Thank you for looking out for me and my family. Oh, God, you've been good. You've been good. You've been good to me, Lord. We bless your name. Come on, bless his name just for a little while. We bless your name. We worship you. We appreciate you, God. We thank you for all your provision, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we have our back against the wall. Father, you were there with us, Lord. Through every trial, every tragedy, every setback, God, you were with us. We tell you thank you. We tell you thank you. We tell you thank you, Lord. Individually, Lord. Every home, God. Every last name that's gathered in this room, God. We tell you thank you, Lord. And certainly, Lord God, we tell you thank you collectively, Lord. Two churches, Lord, in this room, God. Both churches, Lord, God, have gone through things, God. But you bless them, Lord, to cross over into a new year. So we tell you thank you, Lord. And, Lord, I'm asking your blessings, Lord, this year. Lord, upon every person that's in this room, every family, Lord. 
Bless the things that are pertaining to them, God. Give them increase, Lord. Give them strength, Lord. Send healing to those that are sick in their body, Lord. Regulate minds, God. Protect your people, God. Bless the things that pertain to them, God. Give them encouragement and give them the strength that they need, Lord. Help us, Lord God, in our private lives to serve you well, Lord. Some of us in this room, we struggle, Lord God, in our walk with you privately, Lord. Lord, I pray, God, that you would even give us victory over temptation and sin, Lord. There are others in this room that they struggle publicly, Lord. When they get around others, Lord, they don't know how to treat other people, God. Father, Lord God, they're nitpicky and judgmental and harsh and cruel. I pray, God, that you'd help them, Lord. Help them to love their brothers, Lord God, and to be right, Lord God. Not only with you, but with each other, Lord. We love you, Lord God. Unify us, God, and let us be a great body, Lord, of believers for you. These and other blessings we ask in the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus. Can the church say in Jesus' name? Come on and give God one more big praise. Happy New Year, somebody. Happy New Year, anybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Come on now, give God a praise for the new year. 2023. God, you've been good. And I can hear the Lord say, try again. Get God on board and try again. Come on, shake somebody's hand right now and encourage them. Try again. Run on and see what the end's going to be. Don't give up. Don't give in. Cash your net down again. Hallelujah. And watch God bring the increase. My God, you can have a seat at this time in the name of Jesus. Oh, Shatana Mashay. Oh, Mayayama Shando. Hallelujah to God. Real talk. I mean, sincerely. For that brother to come, Luke chapter number five earlier. Amen. I mean, I hope I did well enough for you all on tonight. Amen. But the regardless of, of, of what I did on tonight, the fact that the Lord would bring that word, amen, from two different people. Y'all hear that? Amen. Luke chapter number five. Somebody ought to cast your net out in this year. You ought to try again. You ought to put that net back down there and you ought to get bold, amen, and you ought to step out on faith. Stop making excuses and respond in faith. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to go ahead and close, amen, so we can go on back here and eat and things. But I was at the gym the other day, and it's, uh, I, I, I don't, don't say all right, I ain't been going like I should. I don't need no props at all. I need more encouragement than anything. But anyway, I finally made it. And I was uh, walking around the track they had because I can't stand tre treadmills. I feel like I'm going nowhere. Anybody other than me like that, you feel like you're just standing there going nowhere. So anyway, I was on the track trying to do my little round, and I must have been on the wrong side of the, uh, of the track. You know, they got one side that's for running, and then they have one side that's for walking. And so I must have been in the runner's lane. And this old guy got behind me, and he said, it was just kind of rude with it. Get on, you know, it's just get, get over there. The walker's on that side. Walker's on that side. You know, and I mean, it made me mad. And I ain't going to lie. I just kind of did something to my manhood. I was like, all right, bro, this old guy going to sit there. So you know what I did, y'all? I mean, I didn't say anything back. I wasn't disrespectful or anything. But you know what? I got some pep in my step. I start running. <laughs> I, said, I ain't going to let this old man outrun me. So anyway, I start running around there. And you know, I guess the long story short, what I'm trying to tell you all, every little obstacle, every setback, 
every time that you've been antagonized by the enemy in the year 2022. Rather than you allowing that thing to mess with your head and to make you mad, you ought to let that get some pep in your run on tonight and you ought to try again. You ought to get on out there and you ought to run this race. Come on, you ought to run this race and you ought to not be weird. Lay aside every weight and sin that so easily besets us and let's run this race on this year in the name of Jesus. Come on and put your hands together and give God one more praise. Hallelujah, amen, amen. Let's go ahead and stand together on tonight and I want to extend this altar call one more time. Oh, I got you other Amos. You always welcome to say something. You want to give it all? Okay, he said no. Amen. But I want to make sure we give this altar call. Go ahead and stand with me, you all, tonight. Amen. We won't be long. Make some room for somebody to get out. Perhaps there's somebody in here, amen, that you want to try. Amen. You want to come on out here, and I guarantee you the Lord will meet you on tonight. Perhaps there's somebody that wants to have their sins washed away in the name of Jesus. Somebody wants to receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. You can come to the altar at this time. Is there anybody? Anybody here? Amen. 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 If not, we're going to go ahead and receive words from our visiting pastor, Pastor Elder Amos. Let's receive him with a loud and hearty amen. amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Come on, let's give God a hand of praise. Come on, let's praise him. I know we've been praising him. Do this for me. Shout hallelujah. One more time. Shout hallelujah. Thank God. Certainly, we just appreciate being here tonight. We thank God for Bishop and the Agape family for, this, for the hospitality, for the invitation for us to come and to worship with you and go into the new year. The Holy Ghost is in this place. There's no reason that anyone should leave the same way that they come in here. Agape, I understand why in your evening services that some of Bethel sneaks out and come over here in the evening. Amen. So if y'all don't mind, I might, I might dress down and ease on in here and I'm gonna sit in the back. Amen. I don't jump like I used to. You see what I do, I put on, I look like I'm jumping but my feet ain't leaving the, leaving the floor. But I've been having a good time in fellowship tonight, sitting back there with Bishop Looking at these young men, amen, carry the mantle on. This is their hour. This is their time. And to see you young people just rejoicing in the God of your salvation. Only God knows what 2023 is going to bring. But this is a new season. This is a, a, a fresh start time. This is a time for new beginnings. So as we step into the new year, don't know what 2022 had for you. That's the past. But the former things will stay in the past. God's going to do a new thing. I said a new thing.